today. All right, we are now live once again on Spreaker.com, and uh, my buddy Mike Myers. Good morning, friend. I'm out of focus. It's okay. We're uh, we're trying to stay in focus today. In fact, New York City is back again. Phase three reopening. I'm pretty hyped about that. Um, I know you wish the city was open already, and I do too. But we take what we can get. Um, no one care. No one cares about New York. It's all about Boone, Iowa. Jeez. Oh, so what was I reading? Who was? Oh, you know, you have a president that was out of Iowa. I think it was Her uh, Herbert Hoover. That was an Iowa native, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Did you know BLM, Boone Lives Matter? I'm sorry, but that's funny. Well, it's why true, is that? It's true, because only you would come up with that 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 thing. That's good. Yeah, and I was afraid to stir the pot by posting that. So. And did you post it or? Nope. Nope. No, I'm trying not to poke the bear. Well, you know, for those just joining us, uh, th- this is Mike's thing. He he comes on and we talk about our daily gripes or daily good times or daily whatever. We're we're each other's kind of psychiatrist here, and so I, that's a good thing. Um, so it's I, I want to do one thing because I did finish up the reading of Thomas Jefferson and Washington, as I promised. <gasps> Holy crap, speaking of that, and I'm not trying to unfocus, this is an amazing book. Well, yeah, I found, what an amazing book. That's awesome. David, what was his name again? And by this the way, for, like the, for the radio 18... side, or podcast that, he's lifting up his founder's Bible. You want to talk about that for a second? Just for a second. David Barton. Okay. Uh, uh, wall, wall somethingers. Who is he? Wall Builders. Mm. Ever heard of Wall Builders? I I cannot believe how packed this is with stuff about what our forefathers said, the importance of the Bible, um, just the various stories, how one of the guys cut scripture out because he didn't like certain things. Wow. (laughs) Wait, which one? One of the presidents? Uh, Yeah. Oh, I got to figure that one out. I was going to book him for my pot, actually, David Barton. And by the way, thank you for giving me the online course thing to. uh, I still haven't finished any of them to the constitutional thing. I'm I'm very interested, but uh, let me just focus here for a minute on someone needs to because I'm not. (laughs) This this is very interesting that Jefferson, a man, as you know, whose monuments are under threat a lot. Um. This is what he said. If there be any among us who would, this was his inaugural address, who would wish to dissolve the union or to change its Republican form, let them stand undisturbed as monuments of the safety with which error uh, of opinion may be tolerated where reason is left free to combat it. Now, to me, that says... um, If you disagree with me, that's fine. We'll have debate about it. Notice how in today's world, if you disagree with me, you're going to get canceled. You're going to get torn down. You're going to. 
So it's like he almost predicted that in his speech one way or another. You're right. There, I mean, I was talking to the wife last night. And they said it would be so neat to be able to sit down with somebody one-on-one from Black Lives Matter, not with the group mentality of, well, we're going to do this to you. And just Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Let's reason. God says, let's sit down and reason. Can we sit down and reason? Though your sins are as crimson, they'll be as white as snow. I I just. So then do you not. Let me ask you this. Do you not believe the entire rhetoric is we're going to burn it down if we don't get our way? Is that just one person talking? Or do you think that's a general feel of of the movement? I, I really don't want to talk about movements right now. Michael, focus, please. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is dissuade you from doing any more of these morning shows. Your mom already knows that I'm done with you as a friend. Oh, <laughs> no, I will tell you this, though. So I think I, I will him. focus. My friend actually met with Hawk Newsom, who's the BLM leader in New York. If you listen to him one-on-one, he's not the person you might see on TV. He's very reasonable. And by the way, they do want to make the point that they don't like the Democrats either. I think what happens is the Democrats and and the leadership and the Democratic leadership likes to hang on to that slogan, right? They love to hang on to that slogan. Well, maybe people in that movement don't want to be... uh, represented by the Democrats either. Maybe people in that movement aren't necessarily all saying cops are pigs. I think some promote it in the movement, and I wish those people would be called out, but I don't think all of that movement promotes it. Hmm. I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go forward with my sign, though. Yes. To the yard. I, th- I think I... Well, I don't have to, and don't tell me what to do like my wife does. But I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna move forward. Well, you heard what our buddy Ed Delgado went through. No, someone apparently tried to take down his Trump flag. One of his neighbors. Really? You gotta check his status out, and I'm sure you, I, I almost want to talk to him about it before his show tomorrow as a preview. On my channel to his channel because now I'm curious what the heck he's doing, what the heck that went on. I do when I get up in the morning. I do check to see if the flag is, the Trump flag is still up. Um, we do have a little BB hole in our front picture window, but it, no, no, it's not necessarily. It could be could have been a rock flung no, no, by my. Are you, are you seriously concerned about it when you have it all out there, or are you more like, no, that wouldn't happen here? Am I, well, wait a minute. It's one or the other. Seriously concerned? No. Is there a possibility it could? Yeah. But am I seriously concerned? Well, I guess I check it every morning. So I guess I am seriously concerned. You probably are. And that's, I'm not losing, I'm not losing sleep over it. Although I am thinking about buying a six camera (laughs) system, you know, so I surveillance system with a, one terabyte recorder. I could just see that. You're monitoring as you're doing a podcast and you have to run out because someone's like on your yard defecating or something. You know, that would be. You told me Boone's kind of got a mixture of people, so you never know. 
Are you, oh my gosh. Are you telling me that you think Boone is full of people that poop in each other's yards? Well, probably not, but you know. Probably not. Wow. Boone lives matter, buddy. He, what is he doing? I don't even know. He's like, I think he's trying to get in the middle finger here on the video part of it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, you make me have to do play-by-play of your movements because the radio folks may not know what the heck you're doing. Oh, you want to do play-by-play of my movements? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's too early for this. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, shit. oh my gosh i can't do this anymore what a great way to wake up that is a gut that was a gut laugh man i'm starting to sweat this is great play by play <laughs> oh wow that is that i'm gonna do a i'm gonna do i'm gonna write that down play by play movements you used to write down my inspirational things what happened no i, I still do I'm going to play by play in movements. It's, it's kind of I, funny, not going to lie. That is I just I just never get back to them. And it's not just yours. I got so many, so many ideas, but just never really. I'm kind of stuck right now. Can I talk to you as, as a as a shrink? Yeah, go for it. I'm I'm here. As okay. Are our listeners. <laughs> what? As are our listeners. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is a little okay. So anyway. So my wife's going to start a new job. Cool. <laughs> I guess it is, but so she's going to be gone like from 11 in the morning until like 9, 10, 11 at night. What's she going to do that's late that late? Prostitution. <laughs> Stop. All right, I don't know if this was going up on YouTube because this is a little raunchy today. You're not gonna lie. No, it's not raunchy. People know I'm joking. I love my wife dearly. Anyway, she's uh, gonna be a, 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 I don't know. She's stocking stuff. I don't know. By the way, Mike's very interesting. You know, most couples would Netflix and chill. Or uh, I got a message or I got a phone call yesterday from Michael. He says. Uh, yeah, we've been watching the videos of of us. I'm like, that's a normal, healthy thing. See, I, I like that you do it. I don't really watch it after I post it, but it's uh, it's nice. And I don't either, but I don't see the video part of it. And so, to get to pull it up on YouTube, <laughs> and now do you do like the whole watch on TV thing? Do you put it on the? Do you project? It yeah, on the big screen. You do. Well, the first time I did it was was uh, yesterday, the day before, and I got a kick out of it. It was. I'm a dork. How's the quality on the TV? Excellent. Well, you know, I am staying at home, and I sometimes put my poor mom through Alexa to watch the podcast again on TV, because you can pull it up through Spreaker on TV, and so I'm like, let's see if it's on there. Yeah. Sure enough, there it is. So you put her through that? Yeah, I do, because I'm very interested and a little self-centered, I guess. And a little what? Self-centered at times. Well, you know, they say the first step is recognizing it, right? 
What's the second step, Alex? I don't know. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but you're right. And, it, and it's a killer. It, it is. My brother, rest his soul, um, is uh, would get these videos. <coughs> he had all these turkey videos. He's really into shooting deer with cameras and stuff. And it's like, oh, Mike, you got to wait a minute. Are you seriously a, okay? I, I, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so freaking messed up. <laughs> it's really not funny. No, it's not. But the visual is just like, what's going on on this video? Okay, so anyway... <laughs> He would have, he'd say, oh, Mike, you got to watch this video. And three hours later, you don't want to be rude. Three hours Well, that's what it feels like with you every morning. I mean, it's like, oh, I'm really fired up. I want to talk about this. Jeez. It's all about Alex. Is it, though? It's, it's, it's. Is it, though? No, it's not. No, it's not. We have a, we have a blessed blast. That's all there is to it. This oh, is I great. I love that term, a blessed blast. Oh, what a great way to wake up in the morning. Good morning. Good morning, Boot, Iowa. To, for someone to get to wake up, get to wake up. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think we have fun. I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep going because I got a thought, but you could finish your thought. I'm not, I'm not. Wait a minute. Do that pose again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So not only is it um not only, not only is it God's gift for that we wake up, I and this I'm gonna get into Ralph Older Emerson a little bit and you can prep for the show, but the ability to we should start addressing everything as having the ability to do something. Because when we recognize we have the ability to do it we know that God gives us the ability, first of all. Then we know that we are empowered to do it. And thirdly, we're self-reliant. So I think from now on, when I say, do this, yeah, I have the ability to do this. It's not just I'm going to do it. I have the ability to, thanks be to him. And with that, I want you to know this, yes. that. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> okay, it's going to take just a second, so just... You know, hang in there because yesterday I read this entire thing to my wife. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> Holy shit, we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> but what you wrote was profound. You, you, this was really great stuff. I, I and I, I, it was very humbling to read this. And do you mind if I read this? Go for it. Or would I'm you prefer I not? My own words. You can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> That's why God never reads his reads the Bible. He's I'm tired of reading my own words. <laughs> this is really. You guys, I and I and I give it to you, and you. What do you do with it? I mean. 
So go for it. In the voice of Mike Myers, I hope. I'm reading today and having a spiritual God-connected day. I've decided to add the phrase, the ability to, anytime I want to put my mind to something now. God gives us the ability to do something amazing. And with that consciousness on my mind, you were always on my mind. I never felt so empowered. Tonight, I thank God for the ability to, this is weird, but it's cool. I thank God for the ability to feel sickness and pain. No, no pain, no gain. This is great stuff. For many on the outside, seeing someone with, with leg. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, uh, with, a, with a leg. I meant to put a leg, yeah. Yeah. Might be considered painful, albeit I was naturally born with one, so I never felt pain. That is why to get sick and to have my body naturally go through sickness is actually a gift I am realizing. Whatever. For the more I endure the sickness, the more inspired I am to avoid that sickness again at all costs. Thank God for having been given the ability to do and feel anything good, emotional, and yes, painful. It's helping me become a better man by the day. That is... You, that was marvelous. Think so? I thank you. Yes, and, and it's um, actually it's it's the same stuff I've been reading in this in this in this book. I woke up at five this morning. I couldn't get back in to the sleep. Founder's Bible. No, I got too many books going on right now. This is uh, uh, searching for seven: the journey of seeking God seven days a week. And how many of us? Or, yep, it's Sunday. We go to church. We put, God, I've been here for an hour. How much more time do you want? There is a ball game on. Oh, okay. Now you're reminding me of something. So after church, after Easter Sunday church one year, I literally, t- and I love Paul Winter, but I was a kid. I told Paul, he said, oh, let me go find his daughter, Kitu, who I'm friends with too. He's this... Um, uh, flutist, I think it is that what they call him. Anyway, he performs every year at St. John the Divine on Easter, and he's their you know musical guy in house. But I told him I gotta go see the Mets now, so I'll see you later. I was about six or seven years old. But you're right. I mean, unfortunately, if you have those thoughts as an adult, that's a problem. But as a kid, I guess it's fine. I don't know. But do you do you think God understands? This guy that wrote this book is talking about how when he first went into the, into the Wrigley Field. Okay. And oh, wow. he was just in awe. He's a sports nut. This guy's a youth pastor, sports guy. And it, it, I just love how he ties so how everything he, together. Now I got to read this. How does he put the Lord first on a Sunday when there is a sports day? Does he talk about that? Or? Uh, I think it's pretty much just getting to enjoy being in the moment, whatever that happens to be. And if you get stuck in the mode of, well, God will love me more if I go to church, doesn't mean, look, it's a great thing for people to get together. I think it's wonderful. Right now, that's getting squashed, which is just really starting to piss me off, Uh, which is why I'm looking forward to having this sit down with this pastor friend of mine this morning. haven't got to see him for a while. But anyway, it's it's the... um, it's the getting together. It's relationships. And 
they have been so put on hold yeah. to the point that like, you know, oh, I to think I might not get to hug my mommy mm. before she changes addresses again to 777 Gold Street Boulevard. I think the biggest untold evil of all of this was the emotional torture on families that didn't know how their loved ones would be if they got COVID, didn't know how they'd be in the hospital. They were just kept out. And I think that was such an evil, and I'm, I can't blame anybody for that directive. They don't want anybody to get sick. But that was just the nation's evil we were going through, that torment of not knowing as a collective, like, hey, if someone got sick, what would we have to do? If someone that we love, we can't say goodbye to them. That's horrible. There, was, that, that was an evil. And I think those that are funeral directors and people of faith who made sure these families were comforted when their when their COVID stricken patient, you know, family members became patients and and could not survive. Because without them, I think we'd have fallen apart even more. But there was a sector keeping people dealing with loss together, and they need more credit than they're getting. And I'm still really struggling with just how all of this is continuing to play out. It, it just, I don't know. Well, so I guess now they're worried that he's blocking Fauci from being interviewed or something. And it's like, I don't know. I don't like the White House blocking him, but I don't know the whole story, so I can't fully comment on what's going on there. I, 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 I I'm just gonna. I'm not. I, I, I can't live in fear. Well, no. I just can't live in fear, and I also don't want to go. I don't want to be, you know, somebody. I was heavy on the sarcasm yesterday about the whole COVID thing with my wife, and I said, "Oh, so do you have COVID now?" Well, I don't know. Well, so you don't know, so you could be spreading COVID to our grandbaby, which could kill our grandbaby. Now, that's just mean and nasty to say that. It's horrible, Michael. It's horrible, but think about how has this whole thing gotten set up? It's if. If I do, but what if I don't? We were talking about the whole herd mentality thing of the herd whatever and you said something about that being from another country and whatever. And actually, I don't really think that's true. Did you look it up? Or? Yeah. In fact, I heard quite an interesting take on that. You know, there's so many videos. How many how many videos have have you, have been sent to you about the COVID and masks and you well, know? The ones where there are doctors speaking out against it, like in Texas and elsewhere, that say, you know, we're. Uh, we're actually not seeing the numbers they're talking about or something like that. Now that I hadn't heard. But then it gets to like, they start, these doctors start saying it's fake. And I'm like, no, that's not a doctor's responsibility to call it fake. So it just, it borders on conspiracy sometimes. It's very weird to me. Well, what about the actual numbers? I mean, again, 97% to 99. What? Seven, five or two, five percent. When you got when you have people that already have existing issues, and you get hit with this thing, good chance it might take you out. By the way, you know I just realized we haven't talked since Saturday. So how was your July Fourth before? Because I'm going to go into Ralph Waldo Emerson this morning. So before we part ways this morning, how was your Fourth? My Fourth was fantastic. 
it was very, it was tricky because my wife was extremely upset with the fireworks. Um, upset because she has a daughter, like I don't, who needs to get her sleep so she can work. And she's got a lot on her plate right now. And um, this, but I thought about this this morning. Oh, this was so cool. God, grant me this, uh, grant me the uh, serenity to accept the things I cannot change, change. change. And it was, so here's the bottom line, folks. As long as it's legal, abortions will continue. As long as it's legal, they will continue to shoot off fireworks in Boone, Iowa (laughs) on the 3rd and 4th of July until 11 o'clock. So you need to accept that. If you can't accept that, Maybe you need to move. Yeah. Or just, just put on the air conditioning and zoom it all, zone it all out. You know, that's kind of how I did it the last couple nights, too. And it really didn't bother me. You said, well, well one of the reasons it didn't is because I enjoyed it. And I'm a, I, I, it, but my wife didn't. So it got really kind of nasty around here. It kind of felt like a liberal and a conservative I under the same it. roof. I mean, I enjoy it, but I, I do like legal. But. At the same time, but, you, but, I was. but it's not legal. But it's not legal in your state. Well, no, it's not legal to shoot off fireworks. That's true. But, so people were breaking the law. Yes, but I did like after the Empire State Building fireworks, socially distanced. By the way, I wasn't like crowding on top of somebody. And you won't believe what my dad said. He thought it was like because from our vantage point, it looked like one shot of fireworks went off, and then that was it. Until five minutes later, when they got the rest of them off the Empire State Building, it was amazing. But uh, I rolled around the city afterward because I hadn't been in the city for two months, Michael. I was so excited to be back in. Wow, yes. And how did that feel? Oh, it felt like I was reclaiming my streets again. I loved well. It. I loved it. And what I did was I rolled up to Tudor City right by my old apartment. And you could see across the East River all these fireworks going off. And at that moment, I was like, I got to just take a picture because I know they're – I know people over there are just nuts because they've been going on all night. But you know what? On the 4th, it looks nice to me. The rest of the time, I don't like it. So. And I didn't appreciate the fact there are people still shooting fireworks off at 2 in the morning. That is, I that mean, is new. I've never really remembered that before. Well, uh, it, the, the again, the problem is mm-hmm. they. if we are a, a, a nation of laws – why have laws if we're not going to enforce them? I mean, now, right, Minneapolis, are, is, aren't, aren't they asking for federal monies to fix the mess up there? After disbanding their police or whatever they did? I... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 in, it's like you, you made your bed, now sleep in it. I mean, but, it's, but, but again, back to the whole, the, it, if you don't, I remember I was at a Christian bookstore one day and I was really ticked off about <clears throat> the whole abortion thing. And they just, someone had just opened a strip joint right next door to the Christian bookstore. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's just absolutely. We won't talk about the fact that I, <clears throat> I've never been to one of those. Anyway. Focus. Uh, so, and, and this guy said this at the counter, he was buying a book and he said, if you don't like, if you don't like the law, then help change it. And he made a great point. The law states that this is okay. The law states that in Boone, Iowa, at least, you can shoot off fireworks on July 3rd and 4th from noon until 11 o'clock. That's the law. If you don't like it, change the law. 
I know somebody has spent $3,400 on fireworks just for the neighborhoods. To, to And I, I thought it was pretty cool. I would not spend money like that. They were like, they were saying here in New York how they were enforcing it. And meanwhile, I'm seeing them shoot up sky high right next to my room. It's like, what are they enforcing exactly? I don't know if they're enforcing, enforcing the law yeah. or not. Hey, Michael, it, I'm going to... Uh, yeah. I'm going to roll out. I'm going to, you can enjoy this through Spreaker. You can even comment. I'm going to talk about Lord Ralph Waldo because I've got a lot on my heart today with him. Um, uh-huh. And I found this fascinating thing about him moving away from self-reliance for a minute and talking about love and pain. And because it's back, back to what you were saying about the status, I feel really moved to unpack this more because it's just, there's a lot of emotions in there. So we will do this cool. again. Cool. Tomorrow morning. I love you, brother. Whatever. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, fine. Radio Hope, you can listen to him at 9 a.m. Eastern. And uh, we will have to see what he's going to talk about there. And as for me, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read this quickly. This is interesting. So why did I write that status about love uh, about pain and feeling the pain and feeling the ability to feel the pain? <clears throat> well, I'll tell you. Because uh, up next, later this week, I'm going to interview a woman named Megan McNeely. She's a businesswoman who was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And she wrote this book called Reinvent the Wheel. And I'm going to talk to her about her wheel. And uh, her wealth being wheel, as a matter of fact. But she described what she's been going through as a perfect storm. <clears throat> and that's when it hit me really hard that it seems my perfect storm was actually the first 77 days when I was in the hospital, to be quite frank with you. It seemed my first few days of life were the perfect storm. So I weathered it. I didn't really feel it. I I don't remember those first 77 days. Thank God, actually. So it reminded me that my family went through this perfect storm with me and they felt it. And they felt it for me. And so how blessed is it a gift to actually feel pain now because now I can correct that pain the best I could and no longer bring suffering to myself or to my family around me and work to not have days of 103 fever. Well, anyway, I thought I also wanted to continue Ralph Waldo Emerson readings and and this and that and the other. And I, <clears throat> I just felt... This also touched on today, today's happenings, because th- this is this is how uh, this is what was slowed down to. Anyway, let me let me get to it. <clears throat> he said, "All other pleasures are not worth." It's pains. Now this this also 
is kind of true in today's world. Right, so what do we slow down from? We slow down from the pleasure and of travel. We slow down from the pleasure of actually going to work. Some probably enjoy going to work. More so than being locked down right now. And are enjoying going back to work. Were we in a bad relationship or were you in a bad relationship before the pandemic hit and are able to be out of it? Did you realize that in our own life, all our pleasures are not worth its pains? Meaning, why not go to sleep earlier and do well for yourself the next day knowing that God has a plan for you? This is fascinating because I think he foretold how we operate and how we operated. How we operated and how we operate. Listen to this. And when the day was not long enough, but the night too consumed in keen recollections, when the head boiled all night on the pillow with the generous deed it resolved on, when the moonlight was a pleasing fever, and it still is, and the stars were letters and the flowers, ciphers and the air was coining a song. When all businesses seemed an impertinence, and all the men and women running to and fro in the streets mere pictures. And I will tell you, in the city, there was no running to and fro. It was pretty calm. It was pretty relaxed. I had never seen a New York City on 4th of July so relaxed this weekend. And then, this is what we've seen and felt, I think, some of us the last months. The passion rebuilds the world for the youth. There's a passion on both sides to reopen. There's a passion of the youth to try and reform the police. I think when they say defund it, it's a little too much. But there is that passion there from the youth to rebuild the world for all and for the youth. It makes all things alive and significant. Have you felt significance now the last three months being holed up with your family, getting to know them, getting to see them more? Have you felt the graciousness and the gratitude of being alive in this time? I know I have. Emerson, nature can grows conscious. Every bird on the boughs of the trees sing now to its heart and soul. The notes are almost articulate. The clouds have faces as he looks on them. The trees of the forest, the waving grass and the peeping flowers have grown intelligent. And he almost fears to trust them with the secret they seem to invite. Yet nature soothes and sympathizes. I know Michael Myers, Radio Hope, uh has a bond with a squirrel or maybe a group of squirrels back there in his backyard. So yes, he comes on, he's tough and tumble, he's funny as heck, but he also knows nature soothes and sympathizes with us. And in green solitude, he finds a dearer home than with men. 
fountainheads and pathless groves, places with pale passion loves, loves. Moonlight walks when all the fowls are safely housed, save bats and owls, a midnight bell, a passing groan. These are the sounds we feed upon. I swear there's an owl in our backyard. Mm. Then he continues, The heats that have opened his perception of natural beauty have made him love music and verse. It is a fact often observed that men have written good verses under the inspiration of passion who cannot write well under any other circumstance. So when I wrote this status yesterday, and I'll read it again, but this was it. This was the passion. I felt it. I felt the passion of feeling the pain and being, but but I also felt the passion of having the ability to feel what is good, what is emotional, and what is sad, and feel what is bad. Sure. I am reading today and have a spiritual God-connected day. I've decided to add the phrase, the ability to, any time I want to put my mind to something now. God gives us the ability to do amazing, do something amazing, and with that consciousness on my mind, I've never felt so empowered. So, and I am, in essence, channeling exactly what Ralph Waldo Emerson is saying. It is a fact, often observed, that men have written good verses under the inspiration of passion, who cannot write well under any other circumstance. So tonight I thank God for the ability to feel sickness and pain. For many on the outside, seeing someone with one leg might be considered, quote-unquote, painful. Albeit, I was naturally born with one, so I never felt the pain. That is why, to get sick and to have my body naturally go through sickness is actually a gift, I am realizing. For the more I endure the sickness, the more inspired I am to avoid that sickness again at all costs. Thank God for having been given the ability to do and feel anything good, emotional, yeah, and yes, painful. It's helping me become a better man by the day. And now here I am also reading Emerson, and this is incredible. The heats that have opened his perceptions of natural beauty have made him love music and verse. Now, I've always loved music. But it is fact often observed that men have written good verses under the inspiration of passion who cannot write well under any other circumstance. And you know what I was thinking of a bigger picture here with the ability to mindset? We, as a nation, were given the best ability of all 244 years ago that we just celebrated. That ability is to be free. That ability is to be self-reliant. That ability is to feel everything that we feel today under a free nation. It's an ability 
to love one another? And really, what are we doing with the ability to be amazing? Are we actually being amazing? Or are we sometimes squandering that awesomeness that God has provided through this nation? For, you know, and now Emerson writes, all other pleasures are not worth its pains. It was a painful, I have to believe, struggle to get us free from Great Britain, from Britain. We had a war, we won the war, and we lost men and fighters in that battle. It was painful to not only be subjugated by the king, but then probably to fight. And yet that was worth the pain. So I guess for me, the ability to endure the pain now is is very, very American because... And thank God we have a system that can help us through the pain if needed. But the ability to, just think of that. What do you have the ability to do right now? Today, July 6th, 2020. Think about that. And think about what you are taking your mind off things with. And maybe the pain that it comes along with that you know is there, but you can't quite quit. We have a choice. We have a, uh, an ability to make that choice to stop the uh, you know painful pleasures. That Ralph Waldo Emerson talks about in his essay of love. By the way, did you know that Ralph Waldo Emerson was a minister and then he left the ministry to do all this writing? Uh, I'm quite intrigued by that too. That he literally quit his ministry to write. Because he saw he had the ability... To take his mind set and be creative and be godly as well. I mean, the fact that he's, I, I, you know, the more I learn about him as I'm doing this series, you know, I know him because he's got these famous quotes. And uh, his, his, Ministry was actually in Boston. And he full and he accepted a full time appointment at the Second Church and Society in Boston. 
ordained March 11, 1829. He made a salary of $1,200. And then he sort of struggled as a sole minister. And yet, he attracted those who were broad-minded and actually won many admirers. He opened his pulpit to abolitionist speakers too in the second church on Hanover Street in Boston. Then he saw he had the ability to take his words and his his preachings and and become one of the greatest writers of our uh, of the time and of our time in America. And so I'm very moved whenever I I read more on his story and I will share his words more. But today, pleasures are not, all other pleasures are not worth its pains. And he, he's right. How many times do we go through a bad relationship and then go back into a bad relationship? Instead of really either focusing on ourselves so that we can be immune to it and be more knowledgeable of what we need and want in this time. And a significant other. And how many of us do stay up till one, two in the morning, consumed in 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 the night, instead of going to sleep? Emerson is is spot on in this writing. And I, I feel like God's put another another essay to talk about on my lap today. So thank you for sharing. Let me share it. But thank God for the ability to feel the good, the emotional, and the painful. For through all three, I myself, and maybe you feel this too, can grow from it. And be a better man. Have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you soon. And God bless you on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Take care.